Here's the thing about Germany, why I made a curator's pick of the Hollywood French community, What's going on, people? It's the film review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society. And do we have a great show for you today? Right? Um, we have had some technical difficulties getting started, but we are now here and we are ready to go. You know what happens to everybody, so why should we be any different? Anyway, the call in number 213 943 3358 is 213-943-3358. You know, today we're going to be discussing uh, Bob Johnson. You know, yep. he said that the economy for black people has under Trump has made it possible for it to be the lowest uh, unemployment for black people on record. Is that true? Is that true? And then we'll be discussing, uh, we saw the movie Stuber, so we'll be reviewing that, as well as um, discussing ASAP Rocky. That's right, ASAP Rocky. Okay, so let's start with um, Stuber. Okay. okay. Uh, it starts out, it's a, it's a guy, his name is Stu. He, his uh, nickname is uh, Stuber. Because a, um, how can I say, not oppressive, but a person, a uh, co-worker, well, actually a manager, mm -hmm. whose father owns a sporting goods store, mm -hmm. he's his manager over him, likes to rib him and likes to call him Stuber because outside of having this job that he really is not satisfied with, mm -hmm. to make extra income, he's an Uber driver, yeah. right? So, uh, this person ribs him. So, this is the story that opens up and you are introduced yeah. to Stu. Right. Right? Yeah. Do you have uh, the person uh, who played Stu? Yeah. Uh, the cast. Mm -hmm. Really good cast. The person that plays Stu is uh, Kamal. Their last name is the mur murder. Yeah, but the... Yeah, the uh, Kamal now Johnny, uh -huh. um, he plays Stu, mm -hmm. and Detective Vic is played by Dave Bautista, mm -hmm. and then the rest of the cast uh, includes Iko Uwas, Natalie Morales, Betty Gilpin, Karen Gillan, Mira Savino, Jimmy Tatra, Steve Howie. We know Steve Howie from um, Shameless on Showtime. Right. Um, Amin Joseph, Scott Lawrence, Joshua McKeel, and Darren Ferraro. Okay, so to say uh, that Detective Vic, right? It, 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 the the character kind of reminds me of a rock, a early rock character, a mm -hmm. Dwayne Johnson character, right? Mm -hmm. Which leads me to believe that this film was written for Dwayne Johnson in originally mind. in mm -hmm. mind, and that. You know um, uh, that uh, Dave is following in the footsteps of The Rock, right? And there's certain dialogue within the film that lets you know that this was probably a rock film, all right? So the film 
itself from the opening. It's moving from the very opening as you're introduced to the stew character first, his nemesis at the job, the various uh, uh, lifts. I called it lifts. The various uh, lifts he he does Uber. as an Uber driver because he lifted <laughs> him. You know, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, as an Uber driver, he's constantly searching to get the five stars. Yeah, that's his that's his dramatic need because he wants to be able to afford what he's done because he's made some extra money and he right. went and he leased. Like, when you find out, when you talk to Uber drivers, you find out that a lot of times mm -hmm. they've rented, I mean, excuse me, they've leased the car, mm -hmm. you know, to try to make the money right. because it's, it seems like it's good money at the time, right? right. And so he's leased this uh, electric vehicle yep. and he wants to, you know, get the five stars so he can get a bonus, get a raise, yeah. be able to pay off some of the investment that he's done. Yeah. Meanwhile, he has a quote-unquote girlfriend or, or a person that he's interested in who yeah. doesn't seem to know that he's he, he's interested in yeah, her. Yeah, she's clueless. But he's invested in a business, right. in a uh, workout style business, right. and he definitely needs those extra funds to uh, continue on, right? So, uh, Detective Vic yeah. comes into his life. Right. We won't tell you uh, what's going on because you have to see. Yeah, this you thing. have to see it because it's funny. It's a lot funnier than the trailer. It's a lot funnier than the trailer. The yeah. trailer was good. The trailer is what. Well, to me, the trailer. I said this yeah. is going to be a good film. And you, I wasn't sure. I was like, whatever. Sure. I'll go see right, it. Right. But. Turned out to be really, really good. No, when we say it's funny, this film is hilarious. It is. From opening uh, to ending, it is. I could almost have seen it as like a Christmas film because there's certain things in it that makes you, it makes it feel like it could have happened during Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like how the uh, diehards mm -hmm. were. Where it was a Christmas, uh, every uh, Christmas when they came out, mm -hmm. you knew and you were there at the theater and it was a Christmas theme. This was kind of like it. You know what, the uh, Kamal now Johnny mm -hmm. is hilarious. Mm -hmm. He is so funny and um, I can see him, I don't know if he is already or if not, I could see him as a stand-up like comedian because he is just hilarious. Now you know you know we interviewed um who well, we had a conversation with Bruce Bruce. Right. And Bruce Bruce says that there's a difference between comedic actors oh, yeah. and stand up comedians. He right. Did say that. So yes. he might be funny on the screen. Right. But maybe true. he does come from stand up, but or you maybe, know, yeah, we're, we're not we're not maybe. too sure. But you know, he also played yeah. the character of uh what was the character? Oh yeah, Pawnee. Pawnee in uh, Men in Black. Men in Black. He yeah. play, he's the voice. Oh, it of says Pawnee. that he's an American Pakistani stand-up comedian. Okay, he's a stand-up okay. comedian. All and right. it shows in the film because he is hilarious, and it just feels like he's uh, like throwing some stuff in off the top of his head, funny. Like, right. Like you can tell that he's a genuinely like funny guy. Like he's probably a comedy writer also. Now, 
for people who are going to see this film, you have to be conscious of some things that are happening in the film. There is, there are some, there are some, there is some racist stereotypes that are going through the film, right? You know, um, we have to talk about it, you know, because that's what it is. But it happens at the beginning, and because I believe by what the way the script moved and how it would move, like a Dwayne Johnson movie, that I think that Dwayne Johnson being in it as a black lead, mm -hmm. right? Then it would have took some of the sting of it away, right? But it moves really quick. It happens at the beginning of the film. It's like they use black bodies as black uh, crash test dummies in this film, right? Uh, black bodies again are used as crash test dummies. There, there's uh, scenes where you know the person gets it and and it's like it seems to be like one of the most violent deaths but then later in the film people who are also get deaf so it kind of evens out in the film mm -hmm. but it would have been okay if there was if Dwayne Johnson was actually the lead of the film so you have to be aware of that going in that you will see these um uh archetypes and racist tropes in the film it's just there you 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 know you're not able to avoid it and you might even chuckle at it because it's just so ridiculous the way that they're put in there but it's the same stereotypical things right but put that aside uh after that first i guess you would say it's about seven eight nine i give you about ten minutes in the Right? Would you yeah. agree with that? Yeah. But after that, the film moves and it moves into a whole nother direction where it's just hilarious all the way through. I mean, there's a uh, there's a scene that incorporates a dog, and 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 but anyway, it, it's just it's just really good, and they really play on the fact that uh, the, uh, Detective Vic is a muscle. Bound strong guy. muscle bound guy yeah. and they play on that and it, it, it scenes where <laughs> where you will be um, you will be just laughing so it is worth seeing uh, for that reason so what would you give um, let's see what I would give it you know what first of all let me say I saw on the uh, Hollywood report that they said that it was just pretty much drowned against Spider-Man, right? Oh, okay. But Spider-Man made, it's getting its money, Okay. but Spider-Man isn't that great. We gave that rating. You can go back and watch that, right? This right here is a comedy that is really, to me, blockbuster status. Okay. It's actually a summer blockbuster yeah. that should have sequels to it so you should really go out and see this film yeah. because it's hilarious if Dwayne Johnson was in it it would automatically go you know Dave is a kind of still a new commodity because right. most of these you saw him in uh in, in alien makeup yeah in um 
What's, what's the name the of the galaxy. film? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He's the muscle bound guy and uh, character in um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Guardians because when of you galaxy. told me he's the one that's in the film Guardians of the Galaxy, I said, oh, okay. We want to go see it then, <laughs> right? So, you know, it's just putting two and two together. Yeah. And he's coming out with, there's another film where the trailers are running where he's. Yeah. Oh, uh, that looks funny. A, a little girl, which again, seems yeah. like it's another film because yeah. Rock, The Rock, yeah. or Dwayne Johnson yeah. is on another level in a yeah. plateau. And all those scripts are written. So why not bring, uh, Dave in to yeah. do those roles and follow the blueprint of The Rock. The only thing he didn't do because you know The Rock was with Chili Palmer in Be Cool. Right. Right? Yeah. And in there Rock played kind of like following the blueprint of Will Smith he played a gay character right. in Be Cool. Right. Right? Right. And so uh, that is really his blueprint then from there it started Brenton then he got the Scorpion King and right. then he started doing action pictures. He had some comedy pictures. And of course, right. you know, the Fast and the Furious is really now his claim to fame now, especially with yeah. the new film that's coming out. Yeah, Sean with, Hobbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so. The movie is called My Spy. The next My movie Spy. with yeah. Dave Bautista. Yeah, yeah. My so, Spy. My Spy. That looks hilarious. Yeah. So, what I give it, I give it. A ten, I really do. The action is the action sequences are there. There's no doldrums in it. Nope. The fight scenes are quite good. Yeah. I mean, there's like actually, it seems there's contact made. You know, like how you watch some uh, action movies now. We used to call them kung fu flicks back in the day, but now they they call action and the cameras moving and you don't see the person actually get hit, but you see the sound effect. And this one, you actually see them get hit. Yeah, you do. So that, 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 that's good. It's kind of back to a, um, kind of going back to the days with uh, uh, Donald, I mean, uh, Danny Glover and, um, and uh, Bruce Willis. Not, not Bruce Willis. What's the other guy? Oh, um, um, I can't think of the name of the movie right now. But it's going back to those days. Okay. Of uh, Danny Glover and. What's his name? The one that got in Mel trouble. Gibson. Mel Gibson, right? Yeah. And it's going back to those days where you actually see the hits happening. Yeah. Especially uh, the one when they had uh, Jet Li in it. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that, yeah, that, was, that good. was a good one, right? So, um, I give it a 10. It's well worth seeing the, yeah. the, the, the driving accent, action sequences. I give it, I, I, I put it up there a little bit with. Fast and the Furious, you know, did not. I mean, it was a good movie, but it wasn't Fast and the Furious. Now let's not get careful. No, Fast and the Furious goes <laughs> over the top. Yeah. This one is realistic for what they were this driving. This it's a great comedy, but it's not in the. It's not even in the same lane as the Fast and the Furious. I, I think. Good. I think. I think. I think it incorporates. It incorporates elements. Of films, that's what makes it good. It's it's, yes, it's, it's an amalgamation. Yeah. yeah, right. It's a buddy. It's definitely a buddy. Yes, yeah, a buddy. That's another thing. It's a yeah. buddy film yeah. because each character arcs right. equally, right. and you you follow each one has the same amount of time on the screen. Right. 
when they're apart from each other, when right. they're together, so you get to know the characters, right? So there's no one person is taking the lead over the other. It's definitely a buddy film. Yeah, it is a buddy film. It's yeah. good. So what would you rate the film? Um, I would give it a, I would give it a, I'll give it a eight. Okay, why? Um, it was a good film. Uh -huh. It's hilarious, mm -hmm. and um, and it started with action. It ended with action. In the middle, it was action, like uh -huh. no down drums. Mm -hmm. But um, when I say action, I don't mean just constantly like collision, collision, fight. I mean just like great storyline, um, just hilarious. The conversations between the different characters. Mm -hmm. and, um, and in the film, you're introduced to a whole world of other characters. You mm -hmm. know, and it's just the interaction is hilarious. Especially uh, the one scene when they're, I'm not going to tell it, but the one scene when they're in the club. Yeah, yeah, and they're talking in there back in the back uh, dressing room with the manager. Right, right, He's right. hilarious. So I give it an eight because it's it was good. The writing is was hilarious, well written, smart writing. It wasn't like silly. It wasn't stupid. It was um it wasn't predictable because you didn't know where the film was going, but where it went was good. Mark wrote from. Uh uh, Soul Central Magazine from out of the UK say great show. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you Mario. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, Eddie Bell chimed in. Michael Elliott chimed hey, in. Eddie. Ashley hey, Robbins chimed in. Hey, Anthony Meeks. Uh, Shondell Newsom. Uh, Lauren Jordan chimed in. Hello. And Charles L. Whitby, the second chimed in. Hello. So you guys are like. Stuber, because it's funny. Yeah, Stuber is funnier hilarious. than I thought it was. Okay, now let's get to uh, talking about something that happened. Now I don't know if you've had a chance to actually watch the uh, actual tape of it, the actual phone recording of it, but ASAP Rocky is now arrested and inside of a jail cell in Sweden. Right. Now, conflicting uh, thoughts on how he's being treated uh, is uh, going through the media. Some people say that he's in some of the worst yeah. uh, situations possible. Right. And then others say that he is, uh, uh, that uh, this is supposed to, that um, Sweden is supposed to be about human rights. And they're very basically violating his human rights, leaving him in the cell for 23 hours a day, yeah. with just one hour to come out to stretch his legs. You know yeah, I mean? and then many uh, celebrities are protesting, and they're saying that they're not going to perform in Stockholm, Sweden anymore. Anymore. Right. And so, uh, just know you can go to change.org and sign a petition. Um, there's a, a justice for Rocky. Um, there's a free ASAP Rocky. You can go to justice.org and sign a petition. But um, it's just it's sad because he's walking freely, you know, not bothering anyone. Not bothering him, anyone. His friends. Well, him, his bodyguard, right. his DJ. And, and, I, I, and they're being harassed because you can actually see this on video. And they're asking the guys, why are you following us? We don't want any problems. You know, and it's just, 
It's just sad. That's right. They they try to de-escalate the situation. Right. Gone on, they say. Right. Gone on. Gone on. We don't want any trouble. We don't want to have to do anything. Just going on. And the people, they just kept following them and basically stalked them. Yeah. And this particular conversation is brought to you by, look, it's TC's Barbecue Crib. That's yeah. right, TC's Barbecue Crib. Yes. That's right, 3655, 3655 Durango yeah. Drive. Make yeah. sure you call in. There's a, a, the telephone number right there on the screen. Yes. You just call in, yeah. make your order. Yeah. You know, they are our advertiser partner, our first advertisement partner. Yes. And we definitely want you to go there. Their food is delicious. Yeah. It's excellent. A great customer service. And you won't service. be disappointed because their menu is really nice and just like everything. If you want what chicken, if you want fish, That's if you right. want ribs, turkey burger, turkey burger, excellent. Which is what uh, that's the very first thing I had when I went. And yeah, then, it was a turkey burger. That's right. Yeah, so they have everything, and you won't be disappointed. And excellent customer service also, because that means everything. That means everything. Customer, Customer service, service is, is everything. Very important. You know what I mean? So, and for those who have not yet, come on and advertise with us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, drop your intentions on to Lordland Enterprises at Hotmail.com. That's Lordland Enterprises at Hotmail.com. Include your, um, include your uh, contact information and Crazy D will be in contact with you ASAP, right? So, what do you, what do you people think about uh, ASAP Rocky's situation? If you feel free, call in 213-943-3358. Uh, two, uh, 213-943-3358. They said Swedish officials confirmed to CBS News... Um, a Swedish prosecution office spokesman said mm -hmm. that the artist was arrested for suspected gross assault. So in the video, I saw him defending himself. Right. He defended himself. See, what happens is, being that, you know, black people, when, when we get, when we finally do get loose on something, we get loose on somebody, the velocity and the speed and the strength at which it actually goes down may seem more brutal than you know the average everyday other person right because of the fact that um we move and we get we get it done because we come from places where you got to get it done and get people up off you right Whereas other people may not have come from that, so their their reflexes are a little bit more slower. So when you watch situations like that, you see when things like happen like that, it may seem like it's uh, uh, gross, but it's really not. It's just the person protecting themselves, like they always have had to do. Right. You know, there there's no mystery to that. Now, if you come from a if you come from a suburban area, right, where you never had never had to do that then why would you mess with people who do come from that type of situation where it's like do or die yeah. you have to you have to protect yourself right. 
or it's a situation where you might die. And right. that, that's what they were getting to. They're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Why do you keep following us? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, people think it's a game, and it's not a game whatsoever, right? N none, none of this is a game. And so people should stop acting like it's a game. When someone tells you, stop following me, it's them saying no. They, they, you know, they say, just say no. You say, no, stop, move on. Me too also. Right. That was a me too also situation because they didn't know what those men were planning on doing. So they had to get them up off of them. Right. right? So the evidence from the video, right. no matter how you chop that up, like the prosecution might try to just use the aftermath. But right. once you see what was happening before, these people were walking and not saying anything, just yeah. stalking them. Yeah, and you can go to CBS, actually we have it right here, cbsnews.com um, and the video is actually here and you can watch the whole, watch entire, the whole, the whole entire incident yeah. happen. What's going on to the uh, Black Williams, he just joined in, uh, Kenneth uh, Dorsey joined in. Listen, yeah. it's like, what? What were they thinking and what were they doing? I think those guys saw them and you know how when an artist, you know, comes to town, maybe he performed earlier and they're like, oh, he's a mark. Oh, there's the rich American rappers. Let's mess with them. Let's maybe mess they were, with them. They're probably going to try to rob them. And they defended themselves. That's so, probably what it was. Exactly what it was. They defended themselves yeah. and now they're going to send them. And I don't think that they were Swedish. Right? Yeah. I mean, well, they may they live there. They, they, they may, may live there, but I don't think they were Swedish. They I thought they were. I thought there. they were Muslims. Oh, that's what they. I said. thought they, they look. They look Arab. Well, do they, they look Arab? They, they don't look like Swedish. You know what? You Swedish know. people, blonde hair, blue eye, right? Whoa. I mean, I'm just saying, blonde hair, blue eye, and you know that Sweden had had trouble mm -hmm. with. Uh, the Muslims coming there yeah, and, and these guys. they look Muslim and right. coming there and trying to change the way that their culture is yeah. like if they walk around and do what they want to do the people coming in who are getting basically asylum shouldn't come in and try to put across their beliefs onto others and say that they're unclean and all that and do things and this is the type of thing that this that these people that's strange it's just strange behavior on the part of the people who got who got it after they wanted it, they asked for it, and they got it. And tons of attention too, as they say with clout chasing. So I whoever these guys are, they're getting a lot of attention. They get clout chasing, but you know, is is that worth it? Is that worth getting clout chasing or whatever? I mean, it's just strange. That's why people sometimes look at. Arabs. I'm not talking about Muslims because there's a difference between nation of Islam, Muslims, and Muslims. And right. sometimes people look at Muslims like you act kind of strange, and they were acting strange. And that's why I said because I, I don't think they were Swedish necessarily. They didn't look Swedish to me. They looked there because when I first saw, I said, "Why?" I thought they were somewhere. I thought they were, honestly, before I, I read the story, when I saw the video, I thought they were in Morocco somewhere. Mm -hmm. I did. Because they looked, aerosol, they must be over in Morocco somewhere. You know, but, they, and then I noticed that they're not saying anything about what these, the other guys are. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. 
but you're pushing up and you're pushing wrong and they had to defend themselves and it was a case of self-defense. They said uh, a statement provided by the prosecutor's office, um, they stated that the investigation was still in an in initial stage and thus no information about any evidence would be given. But under Swedish law, he and the other suspects can be held up to three days before they have to appear before a judge. Well, they need, well, they been, they've been but held been beyond. Yeah. What's going on to Jerome Mucheri, who chimed in? But yeah, it's been beyond. It's been over what a week now. So yeah, I mean he's in there. And they and they, they haven't given him bond or anything. They're so. supposed to be. You know, I was watching. You know, I think we were watching Vice or something. And their jails are supposed to be some of the nicest jails. Them in the Netherlands, like the people who basically are on country are on. At, at the country club, you know, saying three meals a day, uh, clean cells and all that. But what they're describing that ASAP Rocky is in is it's definitely not, not very not. Uh, they say they're supposed to be the bastion of democracy. Well, and really not. not. They won't let them talk to the American consulate. The people came there from the American consulate to talk because their people are working on their behalf. And uh, they won't let them speak. So this gets to this: Is this a race situation? It just seems like when you see how people who are like Assange, the guy from WikiLeaks who leaked all the information, right. and they had him in asylum. Then they came in and they got him, and they talking about they're pretty much getting ready to let him go. You know what I mean? They're going to have a trial and then pretty much it's going to slap them on the wrist. But then when you get people who are American citizens, this right. is about American citizenship here. Right. You're supposed to be given uh, not preferential treatment, but you're supposed, your democracy, their democracy, they're supposed to treat you right. democratically. Right. right? So, is this a race issue? And you know what has been happening again with the Arabs over there. So does having black skin Trump, having brown skin, and no matter what, even though the ones who have been causing the sweetest people trouble, trying to implement their religion onto them, is being a black person from America, uh, trumping being a a person that's brown and has caused trouble and thus you would keep the black person in jail uh, under unhumane uh, in an unhumane situation mm -hmm. I mean th that that's the question on that and then another question is yeah. who is actually speaking out for ASAP Rocky right now you know uh, the people the rappers are speaking out yeah, uh, rappers. the rappers what about the fashion designers that he was modeling their clothes. Right. What about all of the multicultural well, I'm people, that diversity that he was around? Like, how come they're not speaking out on the situation I'm and saying, that hey. Maybe, I'm assuming that assuming? maybe Kanye maybe reached out to Trump, him or Kim, or because Kanye um worked on ace 2018 he said kanye was working on his album so i don't know if his album came out yet or not but 
he does have a relationship with uh, with Kanye, and he right. dated Kendall Jenner. Yeah. So, how come we haven't heard in the media? Because you know the 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 the, the uh, Jenners and the Kardashians are always in the news for something. Yeah, they have, didn't hear anything. They have ties with Trump, so. So maybe hopefully they're doing something behind hopefully the scenes. they're doing something behind the scenes. Hopefully, I mean, I would think that they would be speaking out like, like this is horrible. We saw the videotape. Right. This is horrible. But no, not, not not at this moment. They're not. So, but like Ti and Ti and, and, and then know, the like usual, tons of other um, the usual activists, the, creator, the activists the in the community, Rihanna, you know, in the hip hop community, are speaking yeah. out. But yeah. I haven't seen others speak out. Where are the where are the oh meat meals? Yeah, where are the the where are the Latinos and Latinas and the speaking out and saying this is wrong? And because you know one thing you can guarantee people, if they do it to black people, one day they will do it to you. That is guaranteed. You see how they put the water hoses on black people during the civil rights movement and during the uh, 1%, what was that, Occupy movement? Yeah. They were spraying mace directly in the eyes of young whites. The white police officers doing it to young whites like they were spraying water hoses. So it advances and then when it gets to you finally, it becomes very detrimental. It was detrimental for black bodies to feel right. water hoses breaking bones. Right. But to have mace sprayed in your face, just ask Mr. Mike who lost his eye when the police officer sprayed mace in his eye. So, you know what I mean? And Al so, Sharpton is um, looking, Al Sharpton into, is it looking into it too. Yeah, because he was talked about it on the show today. So, what will ASAP Rocky's opinion be on speaking out on issues after after he's hopefully yeah uh, hopefully exonerated yeah. and the evidence shows that he didn't do anything yeah. but I mean the tape is self evident they could just probably kick it because right. there's really nothing there but the truth right. that they were defending themselves but right. what will he say because he had choice words to say before right. When he said that, you know, he was just living his life, right? And that he he's just black, but right. he's living his life. He's he he that's so he has to stand up and speak on every issue. For, yeah. Where will he stand? Yeah. Now. So they're saying now because he had views. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh. When you know with the the whole Black Lives Matter, when they asked him about that, he said he doesn't know anything about that. He doesn't even live in that area. He doesn't, he said he's a black man. He doesn't have to get involved basically with black issues. That's not his thing. He said, I'm an artist. I'm a model. I could care less basically. But so they're saying now like um, Joe Budden and even Al Sharpton said on the show, basically they're saying, well, maybe, you know, after he's, since he Experiences. Experiences. His views will be different uh, once different. he's released, and, and he'll maybe become an activist now. And now, uh, Reverend Al said, maybe now he understands. What's he'll understand on. what's going on now, and what the fight is about. So, you know, for social rights. Right. Right. So, man, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, who knows? Who knows what? Will be, will be. What about Bob Johnson? Right. So, 
Bob Johnson. So Bob Johnson comes out, people. First, first of all, first yeah. before we get to Bob Johnson, I have to say this. I have to say this. Uh, did you see? Did you see that? Uh, Marva King. Yes. You know Marva King. We met yeah. Marva King. The interview was up. Yeah. Uh, she's very great people. We went yeah. over to a brunch. Yeah. Uh, thank you for the brunch. We did yeah. some filming. We did the interview. The interview is up now. Yeah. For those who are don't know who Marva King is. If you remember Diary of a Mad Black Woman, yes, she played a character that the man said, "Bark for me," and she went, "Ooh, right." So for all those who had that DVD, we used to sell that DVD in the store. Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Yep, Tyler right? Perry. Tyler Perry. That's right. And uh, so we interviewed her, and she has this new banging song out yes. called that part there you'll be seeing that you know we'll be talking more about that as the week as the weeks go on here we'll be talking about that also we want to say also that let me bring this up real oh, quick yeah, yeah absolutely know. let me say this real quick that you know your ever steadfast guy was able to meet uh Bernadette, Bernadette yes. Stannis, yes. you know, you know her as Thelma Evans yeah. on Good Times, right? And there is some news that was made, uh, a couple of news oh, pieces man. that were made that we are not going to talk about until the interview comes out. The yes. interview will be going up yeah. on Monday yeah. so that you will be able to see and hear what Crazy D saw yeah. and heard and edited up into a beautiful piece yeah. and that'll be coming out on vimeo.com forward slash showcase forward slash by crazy d matter of fact you can go to vimeo.com uh, forward slash showcase forward slash by crazy d anytime and watch what we see you can see us globally through your smart tvs yes. and your roku devices yep. By downloading the YouTube or the Vimeo app, your viewer's choice, right? Yeah. Then you search Lordland Films, you can watch all of our selections there, right? And while you're at it, while you're eating, while you're enjoying our selections, yes. you can go right there, right TCs. here, right here, right here to TC's Barbecue Crib, right? And you yeah. can get your order in, and then you yeah. mention us, and you get a discount on one full meal at yeah. TC's Barbecue Crib. Right. So we want to say that, right? Or maybe if you want to go there just for dessert and coffee. They have wonderful dessert and they have coffee. That's right. That's true. Everything. Everything. So, you know, this is what we do. So now, on other news of the day, Bob Johnson came out. Yes. He was He's interviewed on um, CNBC. On CNBC. Yeah, and they asked his opinion. They asked his opinion. Yeah. And they asked him, they said... Now, mind you, he is he's a Democrat. And he was um, a huge supporter um, of Hillary Clinton mm -hmm. when she ran. So, okay, go ahead. Right. But he comes out and he says that... But, you know, really... Question is really does it matter if they're Democrat or Republican? Yeah, because, but you know, because remember, no, because yeah, yeah, because you know, remember that 
The Democrats used to be Dixiecrats, and then once Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act, Voters Act, Voters Rights Act, right. the Civil Rights Act, and the uh, Fair Housing Act of 1968, they said that the Democrats would never take the South, and they jumped over to the Republicans. So the right. Republicans today, who wants the Dixie crash yesterday, which makes you wonder, right. because they have blue dog Democrats that are conservative, that still have the same views as the Republicans, yeah. which get, then lets you see and you say, is there really any difference? It's just two sides of the same coin. And so that's what that is. So when saying that uh, Bob Johnson is a Democrat or anything like that, it really doesn't matter because in, in from my experience of just being here on this planet, mm -hmm. you know, when I came conscious of politics, it doesn't seem like either party really had black people's interests at heart. But anyway, enough so, for that. But but anyway, that's so, why it's important to say that he's a Democrat because that's showing that He's being objective. Some people are cloudy under a party. Yeah, they're like they're not independent. People. That's true. So you have to be, you should be objective and just look at the politics of, across the board because sometimes people will, t people <laughs> tend to take a group of people um, for granted. For granted. Right, right. And um, well, like, so like, the like, policies like, like, are very please important. Please, people, uh, we need to stop. They're trying to lightweight throw shade at black people at the same time by 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 saying that you were dumb, that there were Russian bots that caused you to question. not to question Hillary Clinton and not vote for her, and they're they're trying to say that there are Russian bots now that are causing you to talk about and question Kamala Harris. And they're trying to mix the issues of what Trump was talking about, birtherism, with Obama saying that he wasn't born in this country, he wasn't really a citizen, mm -hmm. trying to mix it up with us saying that she, that her parents don't come from the lineage of people who were here in 1619, okay? The people, the first people, people who have come here in 1619 that were affected by the slave trade. So when people, so when she was talking about busing, there were other people who had took care of that, right? Her people were not involved in that. They came in through the Civil Rights Act and the Fair Housing Act and came in and were able to thrive in colleges because of what black people in America fought for, right? right? So that that is the that is the difference and you have to uh, have an understanding of what they're trying to do when they're trying to say that the bots were there and that you don't know what you're talking about so just go out and vote for Kamala Harris, right? Alright, so, you know, we just want to so say the that. Bots are, the bots are uh, talking about reparations? Aren't, is that yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're so trying the to bots. say that. The bots are talking about reparations. So not the black people, but the not, not black people, just the bots. Like, like the Russians really care about but people have reparations now. But anyway, so people. So what we saw on C-SPAN, which was the was the hearing. Yeah, hearing. Oh yeah, that 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 so was those were that was done by those bots. Weren't actual that people. weren't real people. Those were bots. Yeah, pretty much. But anyway, so Bob Johnson comes out and says that the economy is very good under Trump. So good that. It is the it's pretty good for black people because it is the 
lowest number of unemployment for black people. And he says that the Democrats have gone too far to the left. That they have gone too far to the left and that uh, this economy is really good for black people. So, yeah, and he says um, in his interview, um, he says that, again, he is a Democrat, but so far he doesn't see a candidate yet that he supports. So, um, he was saying that he's not a pro-Trumper, he's just, he's a billionaire businessman, he's just talking economics, really. And he was, he said that I think the economy is doing great and it's reaching populations that here to there had very bad problems in terms of jobs and employment and the opportunities that come with employment. So he said, so African American unemployment is at its lowest level. So that's what he said. Um, he said, I give the president a lot of credit for moving the economy in a positive direction that's benefiting a large amount of Americans. He said, I think the tax cuts clearly help stimulate the economy. And um, so he's not a pro-Trumper. He, he said his uh, thing was black people. So he noticed that it um, the economy made a difference economically for black people. And basically that's all he cared about so um right but yeah so that's what he said so he said he's not a pro-trumper he was just talking economics and he is a business billionaire businessman and he saw how the question is the, though, black the, people, the, the, that's the, all. the the question is though if the economy is good and the choices that trump has done to move the america which is actually a corporation more into working like a corporation under him and those decisions have created stimulus thus creating jobs so there is uh, the lowest black unemployment rate right where does that leave black people and the decisions that they have to make for the uh, 2020 election like really like you have to really look at it and you say hmm the economy is good. Uh, uh, we're sitting pretty good. Low employment. You know, this is well past the time. Like, remember two years in on Obama back in uh, 09 or, or 2010, they said the Republicans said you have to stop talking about uh, uh, Bush too and talk about what Obama was doing. Same thing here. You have to stop talking about what Obama did right. and look at what's going in because now we're in the third. Yeah. Right? Right. So, where does that leave uh, black people and where does that leave us when you see different party, when you see the other party basically practicing benign neglect also? Benign neglect was a policy that Nixon came up with where we just wouldn't talk about it, right? And if you listen to Kamala Harris on The Breakfast Club... It's a new interview, because they interviewed interview. her twice, mm -hmm. so they uh, posted a new interview last week. I don't know if it was posted with 
Tuesday or Wednesday, but it's up now. So this is a perfect example of benign neglect, right? Where you a question is asked to you and then you all of a sudden just squirt that question by answering and going in a whole nother direction just p basically ignoring the question like they rose the envy rose the question twice about reparations yeah, and then and Charlemagne she, asked at the end and then she bypassed that by Both. speaking in some uh, some goobly gobble and just went on to some gobbledygook and just went on in a whole nother direction that is called benign neglect started by Nixon continued by every political party the Democrat or Republican Libertarian or Green and party. DJ Envy um, well you know well anybody who watched the Breakfast Club you know he's a businessman well he, he's into he real estate tons of real estate and him and Angela E along with a few other partners they have a few uh, juice bars and um he asked her, and when I was watching the interview, I'm like, okay, so this is probably, this is stemming from that Bob Johnson interview. Mm -hmm. And he asked her about economics mm -hmm. and... Uh, and What what and, would you say about that? Right, because in, in the community, in the right. black community, because uh, Elizabeth Warren was on the show, and she had, she broke down her uh, her economic plan, and it was very comprehensive. And so he asked her, and she kind of she just glazed over it. Yeah, yeah. And because the door was open as far as um, uh, with Bob Johnson, and because uh, it was the same week the question, I mean his interview, mm -hmm. you know, so that was really hot the Bob Johnson interview and how um, black people are doing well um, as far as um, um, un, you know, uh, very low unemployment unemployment rates and um, economically doing better, not doing bad under Trump. Right. And um, he opened up that door for her and she just, she didn't and it wasn't even a Trump question it's just about black economics economics in the but black community. But what did community. she revert back to? Talking about Trump. It's always a scare tactic. It's a yeah. scare tactic. Trump, Trump, so, Trump, Trump. Yeah, Trump. you can tell like uh, DJ, uh you could just feel that they kind of wanted like more, more because like I said they had had other candidates on the show who broke down their economic plan and like this is serious serious business and um so like for yeah. all the people who were at the Essence Festival and she broke down about the about the housing and getting $25,000 if you go listen to Cornell, Breaking Brown. Yvette Cornell. Yvette Cornell. If you listen to Breaking Brown, she breaks down that whole plan and she yes. says that if you get 20, basically I'm, I'm putting in a nutshell, yeah. but you can go get it. If you get $25,000 to offset the cost of a home, but houses are starting at $250,000 or, or they're, yeah, $250,000, you are out the game yeah. already yeah. because of regentrification. Right, yeah. and gentrification, you are out the game already. So that little measly twenty five thousand dollars is not going to do yeah, and anything. Yeah, and where you want to be. Advisor, right? An advisor had called up to the show and mm -hmm. had broke it down. And broke it down. And so um, you should go there. And she's on YouTube, Breaking Brown, where she breaks down the uh, breaks down her plan. Yeah, and you see that her and plan yeah. is just something that she put together because. Yeah. 
other people were coming up and talking about reparations because it's a hot thing. It's not just bots right. talking about reparations because what would the Russians know about black reparations yeah. anyway? And right? so um, with Yvette Cornell and the specialists, when they broke it down, um, she breaks down all of the different like plans that all of the different candidates are bringing to the table so it doesn't matter if it's Yvette or I mean uh, if it's Kamala or if it's Biden or if it's Warren or or uh, who, uh, what's his name Bernie. Bernie it doesn't matter like they look into everybody's plan because they're trying to sh what, shift the wall of the bull crap right you know so um but yeah, so watch these different interviews and listen to what the different people, what they say what when they they're say. sitting in front of different people. That's right. It's, um, it's very important. So, you know, Kamala Harris, she can get up there and she can, she speaks well. She's very articulate. She gets to the point. She can nail the, nail the person down and she can do all that good talk. But what happens when she comes against a person that doesn't care about being necessarily politically correct. You mean when you someone mean? is about like numbers? No, no, somebody no, 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 I'm talking about they thinking it's because she can handle herself, right? Oh, uh, okay. verbally. She has good diction, she can speak. What about when you get up against someone who stands up there with the person who just was relieved of their duty because of the um because of the scandal about the pedophile? Okay. And and he stands up there uh, getting ready to get on Air Force One and he talks about that the guy he he's a good guy he graduated from Harvard oh. uh, he's he doesn't know if it was hard for him because he is Hispanic so he don't know if that had anything to do when with Trump it or said not that, I couldn't believe it I, said he I mean just, so you're dealing with a person who's just letting you know what it care. really is right? I mean, everybody. I'm, I mean I'm just, just saying like he's telling you what it is, and there are a whole pockets of people have been waiting to tell their side of it the way that they see it, and that's what he is representing. So when you when you sit up there, are you really ready for that? What's going up to uh, Arnisha? Artisha, Artisha, she chimed in. What's going on with her? Uh, it's like what are, what are we really looking at? What about today? You know, Trump tweeted, um, <laughs> he tells four Democratic Congresswomen to go back to the crime-infested places from which they came. So that was all over the, you know, the news today. And um, so I, the thing about Trump is, you know, he just... Like a kid, you know how little kids are just. No, say. no, no, it's not. No, no, it's not like <laughs> I mean, a kid. Just, you know, I mean, to me, mean, mean. No, no, you know? what I'm saying, it's not. It's not like a kid. People have to, to me, my opinion is, people have to start taking him seriously and literally, and they have to stop trying to down him uh, for his intelligence. And they have to stop doing that. They have to get down to the nitty gritty and get at him where he's at. In the mud, you got to get there, right? He's standing in some high boots, right. you know what I'm saying? Uh, in the mud, ready for the mud wrestling. And the people are up there trying not to get in the mud. But you have to be prepared. You have to have the right gear on to get in the mud, right? And mm -hmm. so 
people have to stop because I have to give it. I have to give it to Trump right this. Trump is a man. I'm going. I have to say that Trump is a man, and so what he said. He says what he says. You know, he means what he says. He'll say something. He'll say something a year ago, six months ago, and then it'll come into fruition. You see what I'm saying? He'll say he'll say anything. He'll say whatever he wants to say. He said he talked about deportation two years ago. Deportation is going now. We're in the third year. It's going now. So you have to look at him. But I had to give it to him. He's a man. If anything else, right or wrong, you know what I mean? Like I can't stand his policies uh, on on uh, racism, but we still don't really know what his policies. Well, are. you know what yeah. he said. Um, he was just he said that um, in his tweet, you know, to the congresswomen, um, he said viciously telling the people of the United States, he said the greatest and most powerful nation on earth how our government is to be run. He said, why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime infested places from which they came, then come back and show us. Now on the news, they didn't break it down. Yeah, they chop it. They chop it up and make it seem like there's something. Yeah, so he he gave a full, you know, and he also said, he said, um, he said, these places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. He said, I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. He's, I guess you think he's a comedian. But I think, what, like, Trump's, he's basically saying, okay, so, because he's what, pro-America, right? So his, yeah, so and we know what type is, of America he is talking so, about. Yeah, so what he's saying is, why aren't these Congress women focusing on America? His thing is, you're so concerned about the immigrants. Go back to those countries and take care of the immigrants. Why aren't you focused on your constituents, whatever? I mean, I guess that's what his thing is. So they're, uh, he's going back and forth with them on um, on that. You know, if this country is so bad, go you know back to you know. So he's like going back and forth with them. But, but the um, main, main point, the main point is, no matter. But you know how? Well, let me say this really. Quick. This is how they could get him. If they maybe kind of focus on what we see every day, and um, he wouldn't have an answer for uh, the 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 crime and the brutality and the racism that Black Americans are dealing with every day in this country, right? So he can easily. Go back and forth with them over the immigrants because he can say, "Oh, well, they're from another country anyway." And he's going back and forth, but because you know, none of them are focusing on issues that Black Americans are dealing with in this country. That's how they could really get him. I don't think, I don't think they would get him that way. I think he would. Because have what could he say? Because he, he, he couldn't say go where, go back to your country. Because no, this is no, our country. No, we built this country. No, he will pull out a ten point plan that the preachers, that the media used, black people with emotion to say that they were sellouts and everything. He can pull out the ten point plan that's over on the net. That why would I? I wouldn't implement it if the people weren't trying to sit down with me. I wouldn't implement it. Now, that's just politics. But he can go back and he can pull the preachers up and the pastors and say, here's the 10-point plan that we had. 
They, no, the media never chose to cover. So he's got that. I mean, if they ever bring that up, he got that. I mean, for sure. So that's what well, I'm he saying. he would tell them, well, why didn't you do your job? Because. Or why didn't you? Because of the fact that this is politics and most of the people are choosing to hate me right. instead of sit down and compromise. Because right. politics is supposed to be about compromise. Well, some people are sitting down. I mean, some. I mean, the, 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 the pastors that other pastors said they were sellouts because let's just put it this way we were having a discussion the other day uh, uh, myself and two DJs and we were talking about uh, I was talking about hip hop and basically Generation X which is the hip hop hip hop generation and when will it ever be our time right because the generation before mm -hmm. which was the civil rights generation kind of held the reins and said that if you wanted to come in you got to wear a suit you got to look a certain way you got to do the politics of respectability right and the hip hop generation said no we don't want to do that so some so that caused a schism and caused some people to go yeah we got to wear suits other people say no we're going to go do this hip hop thing or, or, or and just dress the way we want because it doesn't matter if you dress in a three piece suit or some knickerbockers or in some pants and your pants are sagging they still blowing down on you and doing the same things right? right so this goes to show that the preachers in my opinion and we're on the side that we're talking about the preachers that were on Trump's side they're on the Democrats side they're on their tip and they want to go along with everything that they do right mm -hmm. and so they're on their teeth and so there, so it's no different. So those preachers were on the conservative side, were on Trump's side, mm -hmm. and they want to do that. It's still half a dozen a thing, half a dozen other. Because remember, the beginning of the premise of this discussion on this is when you really break down the parties, all parties, all of them practice benign neglect. neglect. That's what so Chris Cuomo was saying uh, the other night on CNN, and I was surprised they showed. Um, Congresswoman uh, was it Rashida Talib? She was on television. You know, she was crying, and um, and you know, all of the different Congresswomen were speaking about uh, the immigrants and how they're being treated. Um, and Chris Cuomo said, "Well, how about this is not something new, and this is, has been going on, and." Why didn't anybody say anything or do anything when this first began? He said, this is nothing new. Nothing. And so his, he was like nicely trying to say like, y'all stop being phony basically. Is but it makes saying. the Democrats look phony. Yeah, it was, that's what he was, you know, he was like, stop being phony because, you know, we know that this has been going on since Trump's been in office. So it's been a few years now. So he's like, you're on TV crying. You ladies are acting Listen, like you're so. I, so basically, it just made it seem like they're like playing to the cameras, and so they can get their spots back in office again or whatever. Because he like, was right his now, what was over it right now? What the I, I'm dealing and I'm filming different things. We're in Las Vegas and we film different events and things like that. And I can tell you that the Democrats are practicing benign neglect. They will call and say they're going to do something and then they will basically sell out and say, oh, we're not able to make it. That is benign neglect. 
that is getting you pumped up and say, oh, they, whatever they're doing must be really more important than coming to speak to me and my people. You know what I'm saying? Not me personally, but uh, black people in particular in a certain area. Oh, it's more important to speak someplace else than to speak there. But remember that we were trying to get there. That is called benign neglect. And that's what that is. And if you... If, People want to call it and they can play with it. I don't play with it. Either you come and you speak or you can forget about getting my vote. I mean, that, that's the way it is. So if it, And that's the way people have to be. If, if, it, if where you are happens to be so much better to be there than to come to speak to black people who you just take their votes for granted because you are practicing benign neglect. If that's so important, forget about the black vote. Go ahead and try the Mexican vote like you did before and watch how the Mexicans and a lot of the Latinos voted and the Hispanics voted for Republican and voted for Trump. And that's another thing. Uh, these polls that they keep coming out with, they say, well, right now, uh, Warren and Biden and Kamala look like they beat Trump in uh, election by the polls. The polls were saying that he wasn't going to win before, except for Silver's poll, and they kicked him off of TV because he told the truth, because right. he had ran the numbers. And they said, oh no. And then when, so this whole thing is people are in their bubble again. And they need to come out their bubble. And if they want votes, they got to come to where the votes are. Don't, don't, you got to come to the mountain. What a mountain is. You can't go over here and say, hey, mountain, come to me. No, that's not what's happening. So, you know, that's, that's what's happening. So when Bob Johnson said that, and we went through a couple of different examples of what's going on, do you notice that really none of the, none of the uh, candidates are speaking on anything black? They just now started talking about it because the so-called Russian bots. Uh, really came out when, it, when that's not really what it is. You need to do your research and you, you'll find out what's really happening. Um, none of them really say anything. They say immigrants. Now you need to go read the report that Barbara Jordan came out with in 1974. It said that immigration was bad for black people because the way that they, the way that the people who were uh, instituting or uh, or moving along with it, it was detrimental because it was taking jobs, right? So we're not talking about just watermelon jobs and all the people say, well, I, I've been on in the plantation already. I wouldn't be picking watermelons for $2.57. We're not talking about that. We're talking about other jobs that are skilled jobs or just jobs in the thing. The way that they bring in immigrants takes away jobs from black people who have been in this country, who built this country, who only asked for a fair shake. And that's why reparations is very important. And that's why reparations should be paid to American descendants of slaves. And then the Jamaican people can go get theirs. The African people with the many different countries that came in well, and are still raping them. They're looking for reparations. I mean, Remember, I told you. I know, I know, but I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying that the argument about, well, how come we wouldn't be part of it or we wouldn't be included? No, you wouldn't be because you weren't here. Your people came in after the Civil Rights Act, right? 
because the people weren't coming in before then because it wasn't fair and they would have been treated like third, fourth class citizens. So this is what this is. So when you're looking at it, that's why reparations have to be paid to put people back, to give people what they were, they rightly earned for building this for free. You wouldn't work for free, so you wouldn't want so you wouldn't want your people to work for free and believe me all of this is going on because what they do to black people soon comes down and it happens to your people and always keep that in mind so if you want everything to be right you make sure that everything is right with black people and then everything will be right for you so there it is people in a nutshell I'm going to say what's up to Tamika she chimed in and uh, so this has been another great episode of the film review movies music culture politics and society we just kicked right in we didn't even start that at the top this is the social society cultural <coughs> excuse me cultural edition well we reviewed one film also Stuber and we told you about it but we wanted to get this culture you know and politics off you what, know what I mean what I don't know if everybody knows this or not but um because I was surprised when I had heard, like even in this country, after the Civil War, slave owners were paid reparations. Yeah, they were. Absolutely. You know, they so, were. and just not, you know, people, they make it seem like it was just so far, you know. But um, when Obama was in office, who, that, who was, wasn't it, was it the Native Americans? Yeah, he paid them reparations. He paid them reparations. But they, so. they couldn't, he couldn't find a way to pay black people reparations. Yeah, so, I mean, we want our reparations. I mean, yeah. it's getting real dirty, <laughs> down and dirty, really. But that's it. We're we, we getting ready to wrap up, but we want to tell you. Maybe uh, next week we'll have the, we had the, uh, you remember the 10-point plan that they had for the black community? Yeah, yeah, we'll probably read the ten point plan off and yeah, see what y'all think. Think what you think about it because we read it. You know, what I'm saying you have to be open. You have to read. You have to read. You right. have to be willing to listen and hear. Right. Now there are people who are talking stuff like, "Oh, slavery was a long time ago." They're black and they're saying right. slavery is a long time ago. Or they're white and they say slavery is a long time ago. Well, you know, your ears shut down on them because it's time for reparations, right? right? But you have to listen to the other people and hear what they're saying right. so you can make a better assessment right. figure out go back and research and always re and realize that democrats were not always on your side and of course mitch mcconnell will be against uh, reparations because this family owns slaves right. they own slaves right. so you know so, so it's getting dirty and when they say black people don't have a plan i get frustrated because i'm like okay well the media didn't talk about it but there was a, a 10 point plan presented to uh, President Trump by those uh, by the preachers and the pastors Black and people pastors. saying they were selling out. So right. there you go, people, so. because the media ran with that and people ran with that hook, line, and sinker. When really, if you're on the hip of of white politicians on either on either side, you're selling out. Let, let, let's run down sellouts for a second, real quick. You know they say there's house house ends. Uh, uh, barn ends and and, and 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 field ends, right? But if you're in the field and you and a white pebble came to you and you started selling and you destroyed the community 
and then you thus allowed them to implement three strikes, thus being able to take you up off the street, you were selling out your people. That's sellout. That's a sellout. The people who are on politicians who who take the po politician side no matter what, on the Democratic side, and the politician is shown to not be good for black people, you are selling out your people. And those who are on the conservative or the Republican side and all they hear is people should pull themselves up by the bootstraps and never listen to or never really want to recognize or be or to, or be purposefully ignorant to the fact that the programs that were supposed to be in place for black people after slavery were given to the slave owners and then over to immigrants to come in then you are selling out. So there's a lot of different types of sellouts going on on all sides. It's multifaceted. It, it, it's, it's like a diamond. It's multifaceted selling out. And people can sell out in many different ways. So that's what we want to say about that. So people, this has been another great episode of the film review movies music culture politics and society we are the husband and wife team i'm crazy d tracy and we review movies music culture politics and society and we will see you next time on the film review and let me uh bring this up right here as we go a little something like this this is another great episode of the film review we are the husband and wife team. We are the husband and wife team. We are the husband and wife team. Stay tuned. We're the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. Crazy. And this is the film review. Stay tuned. We got a lot to talk about. We are the husband and wife team that review movies, music, culture, politics, and society. This is the film review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society. We're the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. Tracy. And we review movies, music, culture, politics, and society. Sunday at 5.30 on Crazon Dion page on Facebook. Live stream. The film review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society.